Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Late to the Party. So sorry that these episodes have been a bit sporadic. There's a lot of work that's been picking up in my personal life at my job over these last two weeks and I'm not going to bullshit you guys. I just didn't make this much of a priority but I'm very excited to get back into the swing of things because I have a couple of great ideas that I would like to record. Also my puppy is going to be in the background losing his mind so if you hear that from time to time please forgive me for example he is currently losing it he would like to make his appearance and he is jealous that he is not having attention hello say hi to the people otis (laughs) okay that's about as much as you're gonna get i'm going to put him away for a second Okay, so as I had mentioned, today we are starting with a new episode, and I am going to be talking about relationships, sacrificing yourself for relationships, and just finding yourself within long-term relationships. Now, I personally might, some people might think that I'm not the best person to talk on this topic, because I've only been in one long-term relationship. I haven't had a lot of experience with different personality types and different types of people. I didn't experiment a lot. I didn't go out. No, I went out. But I mean, like, I didn't go out of my way to find relationships for myself. Um, Of course, you know, I still had a time, but I wasn't out there, like, presenting new people to mommy and daddy every time I thought I fell in love, you know. I would be with someone, and then if I didn't think that, it was going anywhere or if there was not really any serious labels around it I didn't find the need to introduce them to my parents so I have been in this one long-term relationship I've been in a relationship for seven years and I'm going to give my perspective and my point of view in this episode and I'm not talking about my relationship per se I'm talking about me within my relationship um because people evolve and I feel like I've evolved and this is something that has been on my mind and on my heart lately since I watched the Prince Harry and Meghan Markle interview. Now I'm not going to sit here and say that my relationship is anything like their relationship. I'm not even going to pretend to act like there's a parallel and you know but I thought a lot about um, when she was talking about the Little Mermaid and from her perspective watching the movie she finally understood what or I guess connected her situation with the Little Mermaid where she said she lost her voice for a prince and at the end of the movie she got her voice back like again that's not what I'm that's not what I feel a hundred percent but I did have some thoughts on that statement so I'm gonna start at the beginning um I have been dating my now husband for almost 10 years it's been like nine and a half years and we started dating when I was 22 years old I was ripe right out of college you know just being young and dumb and we met at work and he was 25 at the time and he had just been coming out of a relationship so We, you know, we did like a whole courting situation. There was a good month of time that we were going on dates and hanging out at work, hanging out after work, just 
you know, getting to know one another. And it was a real blissful time, in my opinion, because you're like young and this is a new person. And at the time, I felt like we were so similar, but we also were very different. And I loved that. I was so attracted to the differences that were present in the beginning. And I feel like with it throughout the relationship, people try to say, oh, the things that you thought were cute in the beginning are going to be what annoy you at the end, which is a shitty mindset to have, by the way, because if you fought, if you fell in love with someone, you know, there was a reason for that. And I think a lot of times our mindsets change over time and things start to cloud our vision and, you know, or I'm sorry, blur our vision and cloud our minds as we're going through the relationship. And there's a lot of outside opinions and comparisons that we do that are the reason, in my opinion, for some downfall. Um, But yeah, so there were a lot of similarities. There were a lot of differences. We were literally just like kids, you know, figuring it out, going out to bars, being late for work, like just so dumb. Um, But the thing I want to talk about is I was 22 going into this relationship and as I'd mentioned, I hadn't had any previous experience or a layer that I could apply towards this relationship. So I felt that as time went on and as years had passed that I kind of lost myself a bit because I just wanted to do whatever he wanted to do, right? I wanted, I'm 100% a people pleaser, I'm a middle child. I just want everyone else around me to be happy. So a lot of that played into our relationship because, you know, I didn't want him to break up with me over me liking something that he would see as dumb. And granted, that's not something he would have done, but that's how twisted I was. And that's the thought process that I had. So I came into this relationship just kind of chipping away at things that I liked and things that I wanted to do just to be a easier person if that makes sense um and then as time went on you and I feel like a lot of people do this men and women whether they want to admit it or not when you get into a relationship with someone you want them to like you a lot right so then you do whatever you think you need to to get that person to like you and for me it was just, you know, watching whatever shows you wanted to watch, listening to whatever music you wanted to listen to, kind of dulling myself in a sense, but that's because that's what I thought I needed to do. And I wish that more people would be honest about that and would speak about that because right now we're going through such like a quote unquote woke period of women talking about what they've dealt with, of men talking about their experiences and everybody just being so transparent and I wish that more people would talk about losing themselves in relationships because whether or not we want to admit it being in a relationship is hard sometimes because it's two people that are trying to be one and you've got two different backgrounds two different upbringings two different opinions two different styles that you're trying to merge into one relationship and at times it's going to be difficult and I also don't like confrontation I don't like 
drama so I didn't want to be difficult I didn't want to have arguments like I remember being younger and and saying like oh my god we never argue like we never have any arguments it's so great it's this blissful time and now looking back on it I'm like if you had those boundaries and arguments in the beginning it would have set you up for better success because in my experience what happens is when you go through the years you know trying to be pleasant for someone else you then have a revolt because you get annoyed and you get pissed off and you want to like fight back and make up for lost time but then you end up being even crazier than you would have been if you probably were just yourself the whole time so then I felt like that wasn't fair because I was trying to overcorrect and you know just overcorrect on things that I probably didn't need to just to make a point to myself really and be like okay you can have these opinions and you can have these thoughts and then you have to step back and think like who are you arguing with really I feel like it was more arguments that I was having with myself from this made up like scenario that I had put myself in and my advice to anyone out there that's in long-term relationships or anyone that feels like they're they don't want to rock the boat I would say you should rock that boat especially in the beginning because then you'll know whether you guys are one made for each other two you'll know what he can tolerate he'll know what you can tolerate and that way you kind of get that guesswork out early in the relationship so you should get all of that stuff out early in the relationship versus trying to come at somebody mid-relationship like hey I've changed this is the new me accept it and then go in real hard because that's what I did it was like I was coming from this life right where I could really do whatever I wanted say whatever I wanted um dance like like what I wanted blast my music how I wanted and then I got into this relationship and I I personally was like, oh, he might think this music is dumb. He might think these shows are dumb. So I started watching things less. I started um, singing my songs less. You know, I started... My outfits and all that stuff never changed. That one wasn't as intense. Um, But I just felt like I was putting on... I was trying to be a person who I thought he wanted versus realizing that I was good enough and he liked me because before we moved in together and before we really got to know each other like that month of like hardcore courting I was completely myself and that's the person who got him to that or that's the person that he asked out and wanted to continue dating so I don't know why after we started dating actually I do know why um low self-esteem has a lot to do with it if if you have enough self-love and self-appreciation you you will know your self-worth and you'll know that you're good enough for whoever comes along so I unfortunately did not have that and so I thought that after I got him in a sense I thought that in order to keep him I needed to change because who I was was not good enough to keep him why 
that was my thought process. We're still, we're still getting through that. Um, but that's the perception and that's the mindset that I was bringing to the relationship way early. So four or five years go by. I'm now 27. Yes. So I'm now 27 years old, having new mindsets, missing my shows, moving back. Cause let me also say, um, when we first started, we were living, so we're in the Virginia area, uh, or Northern Virginia area, and when we met, we were both working in Fairfax, then he got a job in Sterling, I got a job in Ashburn, so we moved out to Ashburn, and we had no family there, we had not a lot of friends, actually, we had no friends there, in my opinion, no, we didn't, I mean, most of his friends were farther west mine were all the way back in like northern virginia closer to dc so there wasn't really a lot tying us there besides our jobs so it was just the two of us out there and that's really where i started morphing myself i would say because i didn't really have anything or a good group around me to be like what are you doing you're good as you are like chill out and so we were there for three years and then we moved back towards northern Virginia and that's when I started seeing my family again on the regular my friends going out being feeling more and more like myself and so then your girl decides to you know turn it on and be like hey this is me this is the new me take me as I am and it's like wait what you know, it's confusing to your other person, your spouse, when you are going through such personal tornadoes and you're kind of just taking them along for the ride with every change that you want. Now, granted, that's going to happen as well. Like as you get older, no one's going to stay the same. Just like he's changed, I have changed. And I'm sure we're going to continue to change. But I think the biggest thing is just having that communication when you feel like changing. And also having that communication when you feel like you're not being seen or heard within the relationship. Because what I've noticed is sometimes I will have this huge storyline in my head that no one else is a part of. No one else has the playwrights to. No one knows the script. But For me, everything's already playing out as if, you know, this is the final cut. And so then when you present that to your spouse and they are confused and or annoyed because they feel like they're being attacked for something they didn't do, which technically is the truth, that's what brings up friction. And I think in my case, I was just going through so much personal growth and so many changes that instead of allowing him to be on that journey with me I shut him out from it and then I tried to tell him about it too late so another piece of advice that I would say is definitely definitely include your people in your journey and if you feel like you can't then that's something that I would definitely look into Um, I know that's like the pot calling the kettle since I just said that I didn't allow him in, but I also am not really one to share my feelings or emotions, which is something that you can't do in a relationship. Like if you're going to be with someone else, 
you're going to have to communicate and you're going to have to be open and be vulnerable. And as I've mentioned, this being my first relationship, those are things I didn't know. Like when I was with my family, if I wanted to shut down or if I didn't want to talk about something, I would just go to my bedroom. People would leave me alone till I worked through it on my own. And then I would come back downstairs and want to hang out. So here or in a marriage, in a relationship, you can't really do that because you're shutting that other person out and that's, you you can't communicate that way. There's like no growth. People don't understand each other. So my other piece of advice would be even if it's not your thing to be vulnerable or to communicate, try very hard because that's the only way that you can really keep your relationship and that's the only way you guys can grow because without being vulnerable you end up it ends up being a game in a sense of like who's the toughest or who's the strongest and I heard this lady say the other day oh actually no I was listening to Gabrielle Union's book and she was saying she was in therapy with her first husband and she they were talking about how they were both super competitive and the therapist was asking well why are you competing against your husband like you shouldn't want to win because then technically you're losing because technically your marriage is shit your relationship shit you feel like shit y'all aren't having fun and that made me think like damn you know it's so true you don't want to win unless you're winning together because at the end of the day if you're supposed to be a team it it, that defeats the whole purpose of being a team if it's 1v1 you know so those are little tidbits that I've learned throughout my nine years self-growth wise um but some something I'd also want to talk about is the way that girls maybe guys I'm not sure um but I'm just gonna talk on girls because I am one or woman I should say (laughs) um the way you perceive yourself in high school in college the way you treat yourself in relations to self-worth worth worth, to self-worth is what you're going to bring into relationships and I cannot stress making sure that you have not, again, high inflated self-esteem, but some kind of self-esteem. Because if you don't, you are just going to make the worst choices. You're going to try to talk to the worst kind of guys. Because, believe it or not, guys can sense when a girl has boundaries, when a girl has self-worth. They can sense that. And especially the really manipulative manipulative ones or the ones that are out there to just you know put another notch in their belt they're going to take advantage of that so talk to someone that you feel comfortable with like do some soul searching try to understand why you feel the way you feel figure it out fast and figure it out while you're young because what I've noticed and in my experience the ones who haven't figured it out are the ones that get lost a lot in multiple relationships, in one long relationship. But
but it's just easier for you to get lost when you don't have like a strong foundation um another thing that I would say is they for far too long they have told women that they have to stay home and get married to the first guy they meet and keep it in their pants and you can't explore you can't find out what you like and that's not true now I from my in my opinion I feel that girls should you should date you should meet new people you should talk to different types of people talk to the musician talk to the guy on the chess club talk to the swimmer talk to the football guy talk to the one who likes anime like talk to a bunch of different guys and just know and see what you like because obviously there are so many souls that are swimming around in this world and for you to really find your soulmate, I feel like you have to go out and try. Now, you can be super lucky, like I am, or I was, and find it at work, or you can find it through trial and error. But there are, there is something to be said about testing the waters and be smart about it. Like, don't go out and bang everyone unprotected don't go out and bang people at nightclubs don't go out and bang everybody you meet or do but just be safe is all I'm saying go get your monthly or your yearly checkup make sure everything's square aware down there square aware square away down there um make sure you have those conversations if you feel like you can't have it with your mom Try to have those conversations with your sister, with your cousin, with your aunt, with your gynecologist, with your friend's mom. Like anyone who's willing to educate you and tell you the truth about it. Not like you're going to have sex and die or you're going to have sex and get pregnant the first time you do it. Like we're all old enough. It's 2021. Let's be honest. I think that when we educate people. If we educate girls, women, more, I feel like there's less, then there's going to be less shit down the road. Like, a lot of situations happen because girls are uneducated. And unfortunately, we have to put it within our own hands to educate ourselves and find people that truly want us to know what's going on because they don't teach you the right things at school. They don't tell you the right things on TV for the most part. At least when I was growing up. I mean, TV and everything has changed so much. Like, I haven't been in school since 2012. And haven't been in, like, what's the thing? Sex ed since 2005. So, I really don't know what they're teaching you guys now. Um, but what I know is that it, had to, it was a self-education class that I had to go through. And all of this wraps up into relationships. Because whether we want to believe it or not... There's a sexual component to being in a relationship. So having a healthy sex life, having good information, that goes into being with your partner. That goes into being with multiple partners. That has to, that somehow deals with your self-esteem. Like when you know what you're doing in there, you know, you have a great time. The guy has a great time. Because let me tell you, sometimes the guys don't know what they're doing. And even though they might have slept with 12 people and you've only slept with one person, all those 12 people probably didn't have a great time. I'm just going to I'm just going to be honest. So educate yourself, 
learn, know what you want, know what you're doing, um, be present in your relationships, make sure to know who you are. And we're constantly growing, we're constantly changing. So who I am saying this podcast right now, this might not age well, who knows, this might age great. But I do know that I want to do the work to continue growing, but including my partner and including or including my spouse on that journey with me going forward versus trying to do all of that on my own. Um, now, of course, therapy is a great thing. I recommend it to anyone who will listen. I know some people are like, how will someone else tell me about me? It's not really that. It's more of like an outside perspective or an outside opinion from someone that you can ramble to. Because sometimes I'll be just spinning in my own head and like I mentioned, coming up with my own narratives and they're just there to be like, really? Is that is that really what's happening or is that what you think is happening? And I feel like a lot of times what we think is happening is not what's happening. So if you are able to afford therapy, if you're able to get therapy or, you know, you have connections or health insurance, I would definitely recommend it. Um, every Just like we have to go do a physical, just like we have to go to the gyno, just like we have to get our, you know, butts checked, I guess. Get your mind checked. Like go in and get a monthly or yearly wash Just get all that crap out of there and get a squeaky new brain. Um, Because especially with COVID, you know, I don't know about you guys, but being stuck in a house for a year and a half almost, or I'm sorry, for a year. And being with the same person every day, being with yourself every day, working, not being able to see your coworkers, not being able, some people haven't seen family in over a year still that's a lot that's happening on our mental health. And I know that this is separate from the purpose of this episode. Um, but it's just all to wrap up and say, you know, like take care of your minds right now. We're also fragile. And with everything that's going on, whether it's the shootings or the, you know, people getting canceled or, I mean, there's just so much going on right now that we need to remember that we're all just trying to do our best. We're all human. We all make mistakes. That's Otis getting a drink of water. I don't know if you can hear that. He really doesn't care what I'm doing. He's just here and I'm living in his world. Wow, that's a lot of water. Are you good? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up this podcast by saying sorry again for being so MIA. Um, I have got some really cool ideas coming down the pipeline for you guys. So I'm pretty excited about that. And I'm excited to get new content up. Hopefully interview some people. Um, so it's ju- not just my voice on and on and on for 30 minutes to an hour. And just to kind of, you know, connect with you guys again. So thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find me on Instagram at LizBeauty underscore MUA. Um, Leave a like, leave a follow, 
and be sure to follow this podcast on Spotify so that you can get some new episodes whenever they drop. I'm also on YouTube, so if you guys want to follow me on YouTube, that one's just, you know, another avenue. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys in another one. Bye.